For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, welcome to the Urban Pitch Podcast, the beautiful game of life. Today, a little bit of extra emphasis on beautiful with Tamara Day. Welcome. Thanks All right. for having me. So not too many people know this about you, but uh, you're my ex-girlfriend, right? What is this oh, first right thing off the bat? Yeah. to tell them all of our juicy gossip? Yeah. We've known each other for about um, 10 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing me under the, the bus like that, the right? Bag. Okay. All right. It's actually been a couple of weeks, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Fine. All right. Cats out the bag. Yeah. So <laughs> without defining you and putting you into, you know, boxes, you know, you know let's start with your fitness model, right? Yeah, I said. Uh, I'll just start with that, and then you take it wherever you want. Yeah. Okay. I'm that person who's like, don't call me a model. Okay. Uh, um, there's a lot of I think people when I work in this industry who don't consider someone a model until you're signed to an agency, agency. or you're five eleven and above. And unfortunately, as much as I tried my hardest, I didn't grow past five two. So that didn't happen for me. But I found myself in this niche market of, of, I guess, fitness modeling after I did bodybuilding shows. Mm-hmm. But um, I wasn't even that fit back then. It was just like I had some muscle. And mm-hmm. I think that's just what they what they look for. And now mm-hmm. that I've transitioned into having a, maybe a lot of muscle for the average female, I've almost transitioned myself out of fitness modeling. Like I'm not hired by companies to do fitness modeling big corporations that have I don't like say well when they hire fitness models they're usually five eight five nine skinny and have like a little bit of muscle that's because there isn't Nike bodybuilding or Adidas bodybuilding yet right true and and I think like we've come into a, a time and especially social media has brought to light like how people want to be a little bit stronger and more you know um built and so I think there will be a transition to that of like seeing a little bit stronger girls especially as you bring in a lot of the Olympic athletes as as sponsors to those clothing companies that Mm -hmm. now younger people are starting to see these more quote-unquote fit models and I hope that that's the way in which we're moving towards as a fitness model so that these girls don't just see the supermodels that are in athletic wear. And so now all of a sudden they're an athlete, but right. it's really hard to attain and to strive for when that's not something you see in the mirror every day. And, right. and especially as the market moves from, um, just it's like fitness and clothing. And then they've merged into this okay. cause everyone wears joggers and athletic wear. Right, yeah. <laughs> okay. So then, seven. okay. So I guess it's more like, okay. So then if someone were to say, you know, you know, like, Oh, you know, Tamara Day. So then if, if you don't define yourself as a fitness model and, you know, I, that's fine. And mm-hmm. I, I think you could obviously, you know, get 
you know, work in that category, yeah, which you probably I, yeah. do and you do. Right. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, what would you, you know, what would you say would describe yourself as then? What kind of things do you do? What okay, do you do then? Well, what are you into? Well, I, okay. I'm into a lot of things. I think when we categorize somebody, it's based upon how they want to see us and okay. how uh, it's easier for people to understand how to treat you or how to uh, view. Right. How to you, react to you, right? Yeah, if yeah. they know, okay, she's in this field or mm -hmm. she is into this stuff. But as a human being, you know, I'm like multifaceted and never, sure. uh, never dreamed that I would be part of this social media fitness empowerment movement. I just yeah. kind of uh, fell upon that world because of my physicality. And yeah. so um, I do consider myself a fitness entrepreneur or uh, personality in terms of I can be that uh, body or face for someone to go to to say, like, I would love to uh, attain something like that or to um, strive to look something like that or her lifestyle or what have you. But um, I never claim to, like, be any certain thing or okay. to have anything better than anyone. I'm just really out here working. I have um, – I'm a spray tan technician. I'm a personal trainer mm -hmm. as I'm working on Brick House Body, which is okay. my brand. All right, so Brick House Body is your brand. Brick House. So Brick House Body. Mm -hmm. um, so I looked it up, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, can guys be part of Brick House Body? Hundred percent. Okay, so, so I mean, what granted, does that mean? the yeah. song started as like she's a brick house. house. <laughs> okay. So okay, yes, it's female driven. Okay, female but driven. With that said, you know the mentality that I started. You know, I was first called it, and then as it became something more of like a movement for me and of a of a mindset, it was how how are other people going to be affected by um, having a brick house body mentality um, lifestyle? And that means right. so. Let's start with the three. Then. Let's start with the three. So it's like let's start with a brick house body. What's a brick house body? It is literally. Mm -hmm anything you make it where you feel strong and capable okay. so it's not one aesthetic doesn't like have to be a, a certain skinny look. waist okay. a big butt okay. uh, skinny arms like okay. for me it's about owning, owning. the body type that you Got were it. given on this Got earth it. and making the most of it and being strong okay. and then the mentality is okay. how do we work on our inner self so that we can get through the daily tribulations daily by grind. having a brick house mind something okay. that literally People say, like, she's built like a brick shit house. Like, okay. it's just shit thrown at you. You're yeah. able to tackle overcome it, it and overcome it. So, not that's it. not, it's gender neutral, you know, and, you, it. and it can be anything. And okay. the idea that. Um, so, that's the two, right? So, the first one is the brick house body. It can be anything and just kind of own it. Mm -hmm. Second one is the mentality, right? Whatever comes your way, mm -hmm. own it, take it, right? Mm -hmm. Overcome it. What was the third part? Well, the third part about it is just. It's thought it's a movement, it's a lifestyle, it's a state of mind. It's not necessarily um, a particular type of brand. Like you can own it in any facet of your life. You don't have to be in Got the it. fitness world. It's just that you feel that as a brick house, something that has a strong foundation, you have built upon it, you have learned from each step. Like you can't get to step five, you can't right. get to the roof and the windows without building that foundation, right. without you know, getting through those hurdles and learning from mistakes or learning from shit that's been thrown at you. You can't get to the, the highest level until you've built it up. It's about going through it, taking the steps that you have to take and not, you know, be and not being 
apologetic for the time in which it takes to do that because all of that is building things for the future. Like okay. I just never, I haven't met somebody that's been extremely successful and not monetarily just in their lives mm -hmm. that hasn't had to go through those beginning trials, Obstacles you know, and yeah. been able to learn from them and overcome them. So okay. that's, that's general. All right. So, <laughs> how, so how long have you been in the, you know, the bodybuilding or the fitness world and how did you get into it then? So bodybuilding for me came about on a dare, I will say. So I grew up actually surrounded by it. When you look at all those pictures from the 80s of these bodybuilders like Arnold and they were wearing these like hammer pants and all the tank tops that barely covered their nipples for the guys, right, right. that was my dad. I hate it when I – first of all, it was fine for the for the era, right? But when I'm at 24-Hour Fitness and I see guys wearing that, it's like no good. It's weird how like back no then good. it was more acceptable and I feel like now that yeah. we're even more open about right. – not nudity, but skin. Maybe yeah, we become even more close. It doesn't look right. It does, no, it just doesn't look doesn't right. Look, they, first like of all, the they're not neon. Like they're not neon anymore. But still, the 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 look of it. You can tell it's from the so 80s, uncomfortable right? yeah, like when you're not right. working out, and Something's then there's you right. look to your right, and there's just nipple mm -hmm. staring right at It's just you. not right. It's not right. right. Okay. But I grew up with that thinking. Okay. That same thing, thinking these people aren't right. Like my parents are a little screwy in the head who want to like get on stage and grease their bodies up and be in a thong and okay. and pose and get judged for it. It was right. so strange. So I took the other out and I played sports and uh, didn't care about uh, your physical being. I just was like, as long as I'm good at soccer, it doesn't matter what I look like or right. even taking care of my body, which I learned later through bodybuilding. But I was spray tanning a client who was doing a bodybuilding show. And, you know, I, I have this gun that's like, made out of steel it's super heavy and like i'm gripping it and, and spraying him and like of course like my arm is flexed and he's like okay. tamra like why are you so buff like what are you doing with your life okay. it's like i don't know i think it's for maybe spray tanning or my parents being <laughs> was freaking it just nature, one side? Genetic. is it just the right arm only <laughs> right arm okay no just kidding but i was holding it okay and he noticed and then he's like well why haven't you ever just at least done a bodybuilding show okay. And immediately I got flashes of neon bikinis yeah, and yeah. grease and, 80s, and uh -huh. yeah, my parents. And right. I was like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, and he's like, I guarantee you, if you do it, like you will win and you will actually like mm -hmm. it. And I had left soccer two, three, like three years before that and hadn't played. So that competitiveness was like itching to come okay. out. So what else could I do? I entered a competition. So and this random customer just planted a seed in your head because he saw your chiseled bicep while spray tanning him. And he said, yes. hey, he could tell. He knew he that you eat the genetics and the, the yeah. potential. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And, you know, I thought, okay, let me combine my background of athleticism mm -hmm. and competitive beast nature. Yeah. Uh, spray enc tanning. En encompassed under I the brick house body that wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't existing yet, existing. but it was still Except there. It was there. I've been called a brick house in my life, right. like many times playing sports, okay. but never really knowing what that meant. Right. And, and I did something I, which I don't recommend really doing. I, mm -hmm. I said, let's do the next show. Okay. It's like five weeks away. And what was that show? It was the, I think it was a John Lindsay classic in Where, Culver in City. Culver City. So it was like mm -hmm. a local show. It's a local IFBB show or NPC when you're not a pro, a pro yet. Okay. And um, It was less than two months away. Five weeks. Five weeks. And I just said, you just said, I'm going to just jump right into it. Yeah. Okay. But mind you, I had never set foot in a gym nor learned about nutrition right. or – You hadn't done – You hadn't done any of the – Right. No. You, had, you, didn't had, you hadn't done I any of the like, necessary – 
eat you had the tan, Burger though. King well, you before had the soccer games. Right. Like, that was my life. Okay. You know, I was like, I need food, and so I would eat whatever and go play. And, mm. like, that was me at my pinnacle, you know, okay. of nutrition and health. So you jumped right into it at <laughs> so first. I was like, how'd Dad. I called him. Okay, and how'd you do I need training. So he got me in the gym twice a day, five in the morning, eight at night, mm-hmm. every day. And I changed my whole uh, eating habits. And I did horribly. <laughs> really? Okay. I th- yeah. It's like I thought the I ending was going to be like. So climactic. Yeah, I yeah. Took first, like my dad, like, who was this yeah, former bodybuilder, and then I came in second or first. Or, no. no. did horribly. Okay. Um, it's, it hey, was a wake-up call. This is a true story, It right? was a wake-up yeah, call. I got on stage. <laughs> I was like, I feel it's not a good. Movie. Okay. I feel good. I feel tan. Yeah. I feel buff. Yeah. I feel like this is the best I've ever looked. And it was my first time really owning my muscularity okay. and putting it out there and being like, oh, this is me. Like, let's own yeah. it. And then just shot down because every other girl on stage looked like a beast. Yeah, and I was they were, like, they were much more what prepared, am I doing? Much more prepared oh, they'd me. been training for like a year, if yeah, not yeah. more. Okay. So I took that as a challenge. Okay. Solved my pride. But your, but your tan was on point. No. Your tan even your even your tan wasn't in on point. In real life, it was. I looked amazing. Oh, when you talk okay, about okay. stage it's on a, it's competition, level. Life, next level. You tan. see the color of this table. Okay. That's yeah. light. So you didn't even know that part at that moment, right? See the color of this mic. Yeah. That's, that's tan. Okay. Yeah. I see. So you were beach ready tan. You were t- yeah, 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 but not. Yeah, yeah I look back right. at like the pictures and the videos from that show, yeah. and I you, all you see is bikini and right. smile. Like I disappear in I the see. lights. They're like, who's so that bright. tan white girl over there on the corner? No, right? it was yeah. like, who's the ghost? Because the uh, lights hit you and you disappear. So now I understand why you have to be like the color of the mic. But that just propelled me, and that was like, hey, Tam, you've never lost that bad in your life in anything. This is a wake up call. Get your shit together. So then I went super hard and I did five shows in a year and just progressively got better and better. Learned so much from that experience and decided to make not fitness a way of life, but the training, becoming stronger, pushing yourself to to limits, realizing you don't need sports necessarily to do that. Because once you get to an age, like there's no (laughs) competitive sports for you really. Unless you're pro. Yeah, you know, and my dreams of that were, were crushed Um, but you know, I just, I found it to be something that I could really excel in until the last show when the politics came into play and I decided this is not for me. I'm going to move into my own realm. And then that was where, and I found social media and decided to make a positive influence in the fitness world. Okay. So how many years was that before you made that transition? Um, How many years in the bodybuilding world? So bodybuilding was one year, okay. and then I took a year off to like find myself <laughs> because okay. com- like competition world is very very hard on your psyche, like com- sure. completely being judged like at the bare bones of what you're having to offer and feeling great, and then having them be like, that's shit, you. that's awful, you suck. <laughs> right, right. No one <laughs> would. Really, yeah, I never really thought about that, but yeah, you won't really understand until you spend your like a year of your life trying to perfect, you know, and your you outward lose appearance. So much of like. Right. The people around you start to um, hate you. <laughs> you can't go places with them, eat the same things as right, them. You're it's very selfish, but it's, it's also so like, regimented. Your lifestyle so is so regimented. Right, right. It's like it means like anybody doing an extreme mm-hmm. sport or something right. where they have to spend hours in like the wilderness training. You right. know, you gotta separate yourself from them. But so you lost a lot of friends during that time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my boyfriend, boyfriend at the time. At the time he, took he, off. he said. Yeah. I remember his words were like, Tamara, if you do one more show, I'm leaving you. Like you're awful. <laughs> Mostly it was he could not stand smelling boiled chicken and broccoli anymore, right. which I totally get now looking back. Like, who 
who can stand that? Yeah. And cold chicken and broccoli, like in the car driving somewhere. So are you are you still with that boyfriend? No. No. Okay. That We're broken be. up. Okay. Um, that was a year ago. So we were together okay. for a little over three years. Um, I mean, he commended like the effort that I put in, but it's just you takes a, a toll. You got an A for effort. Yeah. Well, and he <laughs> so commended. Commend, he commended me for doing it, oh, but okay, he was okay. like, "This is a lot. Like, I right. can't handle." It's not for him. Your yeah, lifestyle. Like, it's not for like, me. I like right. pizza. So oh. then I realized. But don't you love pizza too? I love, pe- but okay. you can't eat it when you're right. competing. So I became this person that I didn't even like either. I see. It's about moderation. You know, I'm not saying go eat pizza every right. night, but. Right. After bodybuilding, I decided I, I really want a, a balanced mm-hmm. life, but I also okay. want to be able to show people that you can push yourself to the limit physically and still remain true to who you are. And I started realizing through social media like that there was a disconnect between that. And okay. now it's kind of become infiltrated with companies that just seek out the aesthetics of fitness right, right. and say, hey, you look like a good person to push this product. And without investigating further, you're saying there's not that much. Yeah. You're not into that. I if think, there's no depth. I think the, the consumer is not being, not doing their due diligence, due diligence. Okay. to find out what's in these products, to Fair find enough. out what these people did before using the products. Right. And they probably didn't well, because, take those products to get to where they Yeah, were. that's because you it's like, you know, a girl that looks like you on Instagram and then all of a sudden you're like, hey, you know, this is the product and then the guy is just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right? That yeah. Happens. And that's essentially the, the marketing idea behind it and I've been approached by multiple companies mm-hmm. obviously to work with me and I sure. have nothing against working with companies. I would love to have a great brand behind me that we feel is in line with each other's viewpoints. Right, right. Um, and who and and you have a platform, so let's, let's throw some of these companies out there. What companies <laughs> are you, you know, or in the world or what? Well, my Snapchat people one? Yeah. know the companies that, that you I would love use. To work with. Oh, that you use. Yeah, that you're not in, not that you're I don't not pers- promote. You're not promoting. You're not I'm endorsing. Just on a thing. daily basis, oh, okay. I we work and use these companies and. You know, whether or not that becomes something that I work with or or create my own, you know, that's to be determined. Right. So and you're basically to... you're saying follow your Snapchat in order to figure <laughs> out what those companies are. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. It's a really weird name though. <laughs> it's me, Tamara D, which uh, I'm talking to somebody about changing it. And really? We'll see. It's is tech it? world. Okay. It's me, Tamara D. It's that's me, the Snapchat. Tamara D. Okay. It was before I ever switched to Tamara Day. I was like the worst Instagram name ever. It was like mm-hmm. Tamara underscore underscore D for like a year. Right. And then I realized, hmm, people are not finding me very right. easily on this. So I switched it to my it. name. Okay. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not opposed to anyone working with companies. Sure. I think whatever floats your boat, I just have to be true to myself and authentic and realize it's not what I got into the game for. Okay. I got into this business yeah. so-called to try to invoke a sense of self-assuredness and empowerment in women and men to just own who you are and to maybe see something in myself where they can be like, you know what, she's overcome these adversities and I'm very vocal about the things that I've been through in the last year or so, whether it's health or business or um, relationships, family, friends, like I'm super honest about the shit that I go through and if someone can take from that and be like okay you know what she's still pushing through she's still going after her dreams then hopefully you know that's the message that I can get across and if it doesn't um, resonate with some people it doesn't you know and if I'm not doing it in the way in which that people would like to see me doing it by like taking 
brand sponsorships and becoming this sponsored athlete or what have you. Um, that's not the it box is, in which I, right? I want to fit in. Okay. Yeah. So it's okay for people not understand and maybe it won't make sense ever. And maybe sometime it will click, but I'm just doing me. You know? Okay. So, okay. So with social media, you said you have Snapchat, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously you have Instagram. How many, how many followers do you have on Instagram? Um, 1.2 million. Okay. Right mm -hmm. So I'm like close to you. I'm like about 1.1. 1 .1, so yeah, we're perfect. like neck and neck. Okay. We're like buds. Okay. <laughs> so once you hit into that 1 million excess right above, mm -hmm. uh, do you know how many uh, followers you have or you don't know until you hit like 1.3? Um, know? For us, noobs and scrubs out there who have no idea what it is like to you have don't yeah. know if you're just looking at the page yeah. but if you're someone like me and you're a little uh compulsive, compulsive. or whatever yeah okay. you track your analytics so oh, okay. you're able to so see, you can your, see exactly the number yeah okay. you're able to see your growth you're able to sure. see who your demographic is who um, is the most engaged with you I and see. for me that's a some people use it as a as I a see. way to um that's a good term by the way engaged other people can just say stalker, right? If you see the same guy like a hundred times, can you see stalker, that or no? Yeah, yeah hundred times a day. Can engaged. you tell? Engaged. Yeah. That guy's very engaged. He's in very engaged. Camera. Excuse me, nine one one. He's very engaged. I'm so used to that. Okay. okay. Yes. So there's. Those. So you can see that though, but can you see that on a daily basis? Like, if there's like how one engaged person he is on a daily. Like, yeah. Yeah. You, you can. Well, they'll give you charts so, right. that so will be like, okay, uh, okay is there John any, 77. Why you gotta say John? Why John? Let's say Mark <laughs> has uh, <laughs> has commented on ev on 190 uh -huh. out of 191 oh, visibly, pictures right, right. you posted. Okay. I'll stop. I'll stop. So <laughs> no more. <laughs> now I that I know, now hey, that I know, John must be either my biggest fan <laughs> or I should be careful. Got it. Got no, it. Okay. So, I'm able to see, you know, like how what the split is between my male following, female following, and what, is what, what city what is they come split? from. I'm gonna put a guess. Out I there. can't say that. Can I guess? Number. And then you just say I'm like close. Close, or? like it's a hot yeah. cold game. Go ahead. I'll say like 80 20. Male to female. Obviously. <laughs> come on now. What do you mean? <laughs> come on. 80 to 80 male, 20 female. And it's actually I'll, lower. As in uh, male lower. Really? Mm -hmm. So do you have that many female fans and people that resonate with you? Yeah. What? Wow. Okay. And this has just happened in the last um, week. Yeah. Right. Three months as I mm. decided to post more pictures showing off my muscularity. So there was a, okay. a dip in in male following because okay. I think uh, it's a little intimidating. For so let me ask you that. So when you say there was a dip in male following, does that mean you lost followers or the percentage got skewed? Yeah, you started I mean, losing followers. You oh well, you don't like lose followers. Your okay. growth stops. Oh, so like, your growth rate started slowing down. Mm -hmm. So and not I saw as many, that dramatically. Not as many, yeah, not as many teenagers in their mom's basements were following you on a daily basis. That rate doing slowed down. God knows what. Yeah. <laughs> that slowed down. Basically, you're saying. Yeah. Okay. But. For me, that sacrifice yeah. means nothing in terms of like the girls that came from that, the, the women that were like, holy right. shit, like this is what I want to attain or this right. is like, oh, I want your shoulders or like things that okay. didn't matter to me. It was yeah. just me being like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to stop hiding mm -hmm. this body that I have and stop trying to like make it seem like I don't have mm -hmm. Vascularity right. or, or vascular that's a great word by the way. Yeah, you learn it in the body literally. I've you been known too. for my vascularity. You know who really loves you who is has, um Me personally or just <laughs> vascularity, you're saying? Nurses when they oh, take your yeah. blood. They do actually nurses to them. They're like so easy. Um they're always yeah, they're like, make a fist. I don't even have to tie a rubber band around you. <laughs> right, Let's just get right. nine thousand vials from you and I, you can I pass know out. that. Yeah. Women that have vascularity and they're kinda, you know, embarrassed about it. You're saying they're just gonna own it and be like, hey. Yeah. Right. I mean, well, what I learned was that as I started putting it out there, I got so much feedback about girls saying that they 
loved that or that they right. wanted that for themselves. And I was like, who would want that? Like, I've been like this for so long. And I have had this amazing shift of myself and how I okay. view myself just from putting it out there and realizing the feedback has been so positive. And even right. though it's a, a slower engagement or a lower engagement sure. than I used to have. How about we say have, slower but more higher quality? So, so much of a higher quality. Right. I think it's a rule like in, in business and in life, like you're supposed to concentrate on the 20% of people that matter, not the 80% of people that are just out there. So right. that those 20% will be the most engaged. They'll be the people that believe in what you're saying and want to continue to follow right. what you're doing. And right. so I'm trying to concentrate on them. So whether that's men or women, they're the ones who really are like, whatever Tamara's doing right now, like I want to be a part of this. And right. that to me is most important. Okay. So 1.2, you said? Back to the <laughs> – after all yeah. that. Okay, wait, wait. 1.2 million? Yes. <laughs> okay. So out of – how do you – how does but one – But there's 300 million people I know, people I know, Instagram, I know. So, so how does – okay. Yeah, so people. I'm curious, right? And I'm sure a lot of other people are. Like, how does one get to 1.2 million? Like, do you know how it happened? And, you know, is there a formula kind of – I'm sure it's different for everybody and companies and people. Okay, so there's a how do you, lot how does of one different... person? Yeah, how does a person get to 1.2 million followers? Here's the secret to it. It's uh -oh. worth a million dollars. All right. Probably not that much, but whatever. It's worth something. Hey, there's a lot of companies that pay like $200,000 oh, a sure. month I'm sure. for their social media to All try right. to boost it. But All right, let's hear it. What's it really has no, there's no secret formula. Oh. It was me uh -huh. saying, okay, this is what I would like to do with my social media because mm -hmm. I want to have a bigger platform to talk about the things that are important to me. Okay. It wasn't like, let me go on here and get free bikinis right. and um, drive fancy cars that but, aren't but my you, own. Right. But you <laughs> – right. With that said, though, but you had a plan to say, hey, I want to increase my followers. Yeah, you, yeah. It was, was a, it was a projected thing. Yeah. for like six months. 300 as in 300,000 or 300? As in 300. Well, first of all, how do you get to 300,000? Let's start with that then. That's what I'm saying. I was yeah. at 300 for like six months. 300? Not 300,000? Yeah. 300. 300? I, I approached um, – a I don't few feel companies, so bad now. Yeah, right. I approached yeah. a few companies okay. about working with them saying, like, here's my pitch. I'm like, hey, my name's mm -hmm. Tamara. I know I don't have many followers. I'm in the fitness world. I could be a great asset to your company. I'm going to do great things. And that didn't work. <laughs> I could tell that's not going to work. <laughs> that's not going to work. Okay. <laughs> they were like, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. Mm -hmm. We're going to take the girl over here who has right. 100,000 exactly. already. I'm okay. like, okay. So that, that happened to me a few times. And okay. Quite a bit of those companies have come back trying to sign me in the last few right. months, and you know, right? You just I okay. didn't. You'll get to the email when you when you get to it, right? When you yeah, have time, when yeah. I get to it. But now the the face of those companies have changed, and their strategies have changed. Okay. So it's not even like I would want I wouldn't want to be a part of them anymore. Okay. Um, which maybe I dodged a bullet, and maybe mm -hmm. it wasn't meant for me. Either way, I was like, you know what? I have to do this myself. Then I have to show people that um, I'm capable of it on my own. The problem was navigating this world that I knew nothing about. Like, I didn't even have MySpace. Like, okay. I didn't know. I had AOL chat. I think that was, like, the social media I was okay. aware well, what, of. What, what time frame are you talking about right now? Like, how many? So when did you have 300? When was that? Um, how long ago was that? 2015. Like a year. So you're telling me. Well, like, early to mid-2015. It's been, like, 16 months. So you're saying in 2015 you had 300 followers? Yeah. Not 300,000. No, no, no. Not 300,000. 300. 300 in 2015. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. Okay. So I made a point to work with um, some of the top, I guess, social media photographers. And okay. I was like, let's let's shoot. So let's I'll, work together. Yeah, TFP? 
TFP? TFP. Right. No, no, no. Oh, nope. not for me. No, oh, I okay. paid all them. You paid to them shoot money. Okay, so it's not even TFP. Wow. Because no one wants yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're doing you a favor in their mind, right? Yeah, at that oh, time, 100%. which they kind of are at that time. They right? were. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm very thankful I met the ones that I did. Um, sure. I knew my mark. Okay, so like I strategize everything. So I'm like, okay, I'm a buff blonde girl with tan skin. Like, where am I gonna fit in? I'm mm-hmm. short. I'm a little bit curvy. Miami is a great market for you me. Did, you did a good self-awareness and, and <laughs> assessment. Hey, a lot of people don't do that, by the way. I, I've done that before in the past, too. And it, it didn't, you got it, a blonde it, it didn't look girl, into, It was too. a different uh, result. But, yeah, I did that before, too. But anyways. So I flew out to Miami, like, once okay. a month to shoot with so all these photographers so that you, were on the after, Right. So after you did a self-assessment of your qualities, your pros and cons, you picked Miami as that's my target demographic. Yes. Really? The problem with that was – Why? Because um, you look like Shakira a little bit? I think I got that a lot. Okay. And then they thought it was Brazilian, so then I just ran okay. with it. All right. Like, so let's, let's a shorter buffer Shakira. Is yes. What, okay. Uh, I think she's my height. Really? So I'm not that short. Okay. I'm not a midget two. quite. Yet. I know. You're like 5'2", right? Yeah. Okay. It's like just three inches off from got being it. legally a midget. But – yeah, so I shot with them, and then help, that helped boost my my following. But it was in a, a world that wasn't really authentic to me. It was okay. in this, like, modeling, glamour. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know kind of where I fit in because I would hide my muscle in every okay. picture, you know, and um, uh, uh, play my assets. Okay, sure. Literally, no pun intended. So, okay. so, um, so, you know, I made a name for myself in that realm, but I always knew I was going to transition into showing like what I, Fitness yeah, and, you know, owning really your, about. owning your vascularity, right? Owning my vascularity. Okay. All right. So I, um, I did that until I, and then I just grinded. Like I just put out grinded photo after months. photo. Grinded for two more months. Oh. It was 2015. Yeah. I okay. didn't start growing, growing until like, to like end of. End of 2015, like December of okay. 2015. All right, so let me let me try to kind of figure out what's happening. Okay, so 2015, you you know you did the self assessment and figured out, and you know you went to Miami, you worked with photographers, viral right? videos. Okay, so the next step was viral <laughs> videos. Is that okay? So it wasn't even a step. It was it, mm-hmm. uh, unbeknownst to me. Okay, uh, happened overnight that. Okay. A, a video that we shot. Got it. So you're grinding away doing uh, – so what were these photos ending up? You were just using it for your own social media or yeah. it was ending up magazines? You know what I mean? Like, they were part of other people's projects sometimes. Sometimes like they're portfolios or whatever. Portfolios. Okay. But, but it wasn't like it, it wasn't like you were just like starting to like exponentially grow your social media from that, right? It was just, you know, you were getting involved in yeah, stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I, I knew I had to work. I knew I had to build a portfolio. Okay. I'd send those off to agencies. Okay. They were like uh, – you're too short. We don't want you. Okay. So okay. So you're so, you're you're hustling. You're grinding. I'm trying to like hone my skills and, so and talk okay. to people. So where are we at now? From 300 to where are you at now? I was probably around 100k. So you went from 300 to 100k by doing that though. Yeah, because like, I, I picked photographers. With, right, working that, with the right photographers yeah. and marketing yourself and just mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think guys can follow that model, but anyways, go ahead. It's okay. A lot harder for guys. I'm not <laughs> yeah, gonna lie. Yeah, it's I mean, unless they want to like yeah. wear thongs and yeah, kind of poke happen. their right. butts out. But okay. That's a different so you market. Were, so okay, so you were so then you were definitely uh, successful at that point in terms yeah. of growing I mean, it. Obviously, I always knew where I wanted to get to to be able okay. to. Create that platform. Yeah. Okay. And um, hundred thousand wasn't it? That wasn't the, that wasn't your target or reach. Or honestly, I, yeah. I I was comfortable. Okay. Not, I don't know what comfortable because uh, it's not like you had a number in mind. Like no, oh I'm, yeah, no. you were just, and, I'm, and I'm grow still it. always I'm working. I'm okay. I have my clients. Right. I'm not focused on this like imaginary number where okay. when I make it, yeah, I've made it because there's literally that doesn't yeah. exist. Okay. You know, and 
especially as like fake followers start being introduced around that time. Mm -hmm. So everyone's pages are growing and I'm just like, well, I'm just going to continue doing what I'm doing and okay. hope for the best, you right. know? And, um, and then you were at a hundred thousand and then this viral video you're talking about, right? You, yeah. Okay. So what's the viral video? So the viral, well, there was kind of a few. Mm -hmm. Um, there were a few the, viral videos that took you to the, yeah, from the hundreds but, of thousands to the next level. Yeah, right? the okay. biggest one mm -hmm. uh, was the basketball one okay. that I did with uh, an actual basketball player. Okay. And we were doing a photo shoot, right. and it was for March Madness, was our month mm -hmm. of this calendar. So her and I were on this basketball court, and one of the, the owners of the location we were at just, like, you know, threw us a basketball. and. Her and I were in, you know, kicks, so we were just like, we just started playing, and then the videographer that was there, he's like, let's just shoot something real fast right. and and see, you know, and and I thought it was a hilarious video. And okay, so let's rewind a little bit because you're just kind of skipping ahead in my mind because I watched the video. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, yeah, you, you know, we were in kicks, but what were you guys? It's not like you guys were wearing basketball well, uniforms. No, no, yeah. we weren't so in were basketball uniforms. Yeah. It was it was a strategic shoot and it was every month there was a girl that had okay. something to do with the month. So right. her and I were more athletic. So they chose us for March for March madness. And yeah. we were in, I was in a thong. She was in some booty shorts and then okay. a sports bra. Right. And so what's the, what was the, for me, yeah. I'm like always in a bikini. So right. it's not nothing. So for you're, me you're to already wearing a bikini. Thong, you were wearing a thong bikini and she was wearing athletic whatever right booty shorts, booty and, shorts and, and, a and, a, and a top okay. yeah yeah okay. so we're just playing and she's okay. really good so i'm just trying okay. to keep up with her and i played when i was younger but being that she's literally i think six feet tall okay. and i'm five two we had to like do camera angles and uh i didn't know the footage that they were getting to be honest i just thought they were getting us playing basketball not like zooming zoom. in okay. <laughs> right zoom lens yeah okay. so the video drops and i think within a day a basketball player had tweeted something or reposted it and okay. said. And who was that basketball player? It was Gilbert Arenas. Okay, and Gilbert then, Arenas. Yeah, and then he mentioned that really awesome comment about the WNBA saying, okay. you know, what he said. Right, which I'm was sure something, knows. something. Okay, so this viral video, and he made I'll a comment. Yeah, he, he basically said, hey, if WNBA was more like this, then I would watch it and other people yes. would watch it more. Something like that. Along that vein, yes. right? Okay. And he has a daughter. And he has a daughter. Okay. So people were very offended by this. So it was a very controversial statement that he made. Yeah. And then it put a lot of spotlight onto that particular video. Correct. So and then, then it, it like it went crazy. Okay. And then... So what kind of views are we talking about on that video? Um, well, I know. I'll, I'm, I'm personally responsible for like 10. Yeah. So it got reposted yeah. by so many pages, so okay. I'm not entirely sure like where it actually is and how sure. many got viewed on the Total original. Mm -hmm. His page, it was insane. And where, like what did day. he post it on? His I think it was on his Instagram, Instagram. But then he had to take it down after the whole like he had to really backtrack and make good okay, on I what see. he said, right. um, which I'm not even sure what his apology was. But CNN and ESPN and TMZ had interviewed us and asked like what we thought right. about his comments, and yeah. for us it was it was a no-brainer it's like not, what we were doing was not to degrade female basketball players i mean if anything it was to be like look we're two strong athletic women that just happen to be playing basketball in this outfit and i don't see why it's any different but she as, a, as i think she's a semi-pro player yeah. and has no like she loves the WNBA, so there would be no type of feelings towards trying to downplay right. them um especially not as athletes, almost like incredible athletes. So, um, 
Yeah, I think I think it was good that we were both actual athletes, and like right. if it was just random girls playing basketball just two models, and, and thongs, just kinda, and yeah, maybe really wouldn't have made so much yeah, sense. Yeah. But okay. the fact that we could actually play, like, right. I think it resonated a little bit more with people. Um, but that, yeah, I mean that okay. catapulted. That, okay, so that yeah, I actually then, got a lot of basketball deals through that. You did? But, okay. Like what? What were they offering? Like, hey, can you? Well, like the WNBA called me and really? was like, oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so can you gullible. be our mascot? I'm, you do a commercial. <laughs> oh my god, okay. yeah, I probably would take that though. Well, you um, had like basketball. I would just be type. benched the whole time. Yeah, just uh, leagues that wanted me to play in it, or mm -hmm. companies wanting to. Promotion. Yeah, do like TV shows around it, and it seemed cool. But to me, that's not it's my not you. lane. You know, okay. I'm definitely if there is a sport, I'm going right. to do. It's going to be soccer. You okay. Know? All right. Um, so yeah, so I turned those down, but that could have been awesome. I should have probably asked to be part of. We so, don't have like a month for soccer. We right. need a month for soccer. Yeah, we don't really have a soccer month. Yeah, like March Madness kind of. We yeah, we don't. Fun. Okay. But that's because it's not televised as crazily out here. Yeah, not U.S. soccer, but yeah. No. Okay. So then, okay, so it sounds to me like, uh, so then you had viral videos and then that basically kind of launched it and then it went crazy from there. Yeah, and then yeah. that was when I decided, like in my mind, I hit a number that I felt now I'm, I'm ready to like, come out of the closet right. like okay. hey this is Tamara I'm this is who I am. actually muscular okay. and I'm not afraid of it anymore right. and I don't care if you guys feel that it's not appropriate or not feminine enough or not that sexy girl that you thought there's t so many versions of sexy and I'm in no way trying to say that like you have to be this buff but I just can't like physically hide it anymore right, right. and plus now I'm really concentrated on improving my like my strength so in turn like I will probably be this muscular for a while because I'm trying to improve my strength in the gym and and I'm not afraid to like get bigger I okay. actually Good. enjoy being stronger all so. right so now that you're at a certain point with your social media, first of all, is Instagram like your number one platform for you? Yeah, that okay. was always just what was, I worked okay. on. I mean, I have a Facebook and mm -hmm. I will be doing a lot more interactive things on that as I build my brand. But I was concentrated most on Instagram. because, like right. when you do this all by yourself, like producing content and staying up with followers and I'm very like active in talking to them and right. um, conversing via like direct messages and emails it becomes overwhelming to have like multiple platforms, right. but I've tried to keep them up as much as I can. And okay. um, like my Snapchat has been the thing that I am most able to get my, not my point across, but be vulnerable and allow them to see a little bit of my feelings. Right. Cause you know, Instagram sometimes can feel um, polished and yeah. separation. Yeah. So, so you're basically saying there isn't like a production team in front of it doing all the, <laughs> all the Instagram photos and doing everything for There you. is like a, a shoe. Okay. And then my phone in the shoe mm -hmm. and like a table. Okay. And like that's how my photo shoots work. Got it. Got it. Okay. So then Super it's all you. It's all you. Okay. So then. Sometimes if I'm doing a job yeah, like yeah. modeling for a sure. company, there's going to be a photographer and lighting. But right. For the most part, it's all yeah. you. Wow. And I still model for a few companies, um, one in Miami, one in LA, but I kind of got booted from the one company I loved modeling for because I definitely a little bit too muscular for them. Okay. But you know, when one door closes and another one opens and it's allowed me to pursue Brickhouse Body fully and own who I am, which I cannot be more thankful. Like when you start to move into your authentic self, like that's when things start to come together. 
and you just feel better. Like you can go to sleep better, wake up being like, you know what? I was Tamara yesterday, so that feels good. You know, right. I wasn't anybody else and I wasn't trying to be what they want me to be. So then with uh, like Instagram, for example, uh, in, or in particular, right, with your number of followers, like how, how is that? Is it crazy? I mean, you must get a lot of, you get a lot of DMs, you get a lot of like, you yeah. know, promotional, you know, or offers through your messages. You know, how does that yeah, work? Yeah, I mean, I think business-wise, it's always a juggling act to, yeah. to talk to companies and, and figure out if it's something in line with what you want. And uh, some people do have managers just for social media to get contracts and, and, and figure out the direction they want to go with their social media. But I knew that that wasn't something I was interested in because I have been doing it on my own since the beginning. So why would I take on someone to take over things? So um, I believe... So how? I don't know. So it's, it's I, I, hard. Yeah. So okay. So you don't have a, a management team. It's not crazy. Yeah. But but you get okay. So there's let me rephrase. different like uh, views mm-hmm. of what it's like to have that number. I right. guess. So I think people automatically assume when you hit a certain, certain number, number yeah. you like, there's a distance, right? Or okay. just that like all of a sudden you're just this like yeah. person who walks through and like Beyonce yeah. wind hits That's you true. and life is awesome. Right. You did walk Nothing... in like that today though when you came in. That's because it was hello <laughs> windy outside. It was like a tornado. Right. But yeah, it's just nothing changes. It's still day to day. It's still just a number. I would be the same person if I had 300. If I do 1.2, I'm still out there. Like I said, spray tanning my clients, training right. clients, working on programs, working on the stuff I'm working the back end with Brickhouse. Um trying to navigate this this world as best as I can right. while not losing sight of the fact that social media isn't everything, but it's opened a lot of doors for me. Like as I pursue acting, it's something that has given me a little bit more of a – I won't even say an edge because a lot of people look at your social media and then go, hmm, we don't want to touch that at all it's because – yeah, and I think a lot of old school um, people in the entertainment industry feel like they don't want to get involved in social media because right. it's like uh, fake or tainted yeah. and then don't sure. want it to connect. But the worlds are merging now. And so if we can find the and bridge the gap between mainstream entertainment, television, film, and then the sphere of YouTube, Instagram, Facebook um, – even like Will Vine when it was big. And then even like with fashion and culture and just all those things are mixing now. So it's about trying to find somebody who understands that. And like I still haven't. So yeah, I'm doing it okay. on my own. So you are, you're starting to go into acting, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I just did my first film in March. Okay. And I got the audition off social media, really? which was like incredible. Yeah. And it was when I decided um, – like I've always, I've always wanted to act, and I've done it like in school, and and I come from a f- one side of my family is like all in entertainment, as a producer, actor, writer, um, but I've had a lot of difficulty with my own self esteem that didn't allow me to put myself in front of the camera. So social media was like a way to break down those barriers for sure. me and realize, you know, I have nothing to be afraid of or ashamed of. And as I talk to people and. Um, on my Snapchat about having a skin disease and so many people coming out the woodworks like, holy shit, like I have it too. Like, thank you so much for talking about it. That, obviously I'm not, I'm not cured from it, but that alone gave me the confidence to take that audition and be like, 
I'm just going to go for it. I don't care if they look at me crazy. Like, what is this girl doing in this room? She's nuts. And I booked it. And it was the most incredible, incredible experience. And the movie's actually coming out um, soon. Okay. I don't what's know the day. You want to give the title? What's the name? Yeah, it's called Kiss Kiss. Kiss Kiss? Yeah. Okay. It's a, <laughs> it's a film about – it's kind of like Fight Club meets Sucker Punch. I've seen Fight Club. I'm trying to think what Sucker Punch was. Um, Sucker Punch has a lot of post-production, uh, a lot of like special effects, and yeah. it's a kind of a virtual reality kind of world. So okay. it's um, four girls. I don't give away too much. Who mm-hmm. actually? I don't even know what I'm allowed to say about it. Okay. I should say we fight. Okay. A lot. So you are actually in the movie, and you're yeah, I have a allowing star to role, use yeah. really okay. Mm-hmm. And you're well, there's four girls, and I'm one of the really four girls. wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Was, so am I invited to the premiere? Yeah, am I invited? When is it coming? I'm so anxious. Um, yeah, no, it was just a brilliant experience being able to be on set and go through um, all these things that I know I'm capable of but held myself back from for years because of my own insecurities and then being able to go through it and then have my social media see that like, wow, she, you know, swallowed her pride and, and didn't let her insecurities get in the way and went for that, I feel like was a turning point for me. Right. So after the film, I was like, you know, I'm going to pursue this. And um, it's been a little bit rough because as you, like I said, move into the entertainment industry and they look at your social media, mm-hmm. now that number becomes a hindrance for you. Really? So whereas really? some people would look at it as like, oh my gosh, she has a million followers. It must mm-hmm. be so easy for her to get a job. Where for me, it's like, I don't want to be seen for my social media I want to be seen as the character in which right. I'm being you know. kind of like why Leonardo, Di- Leonardo DiCaprio still kind of shies away from social media and he doesn't right you don't know yeah, really too much about yeah you want to become his, the right, character exactly. you want to become the role and it's a, it's a balancing right. act right now right. with social media I think it, makes sense. there's a lot of people that are crossing over that friends of mine that are in the um, they were big viners and now they're doing the YouTube videos who are making that transition into entertainment because there are people that do understand the uh, the reach that they can have in mm-hmm. the entertainment world. So okay. if you have a movie and you need a character right. and that person already comes with that makes sense. five, so they have ten a, right. million so they have a built-in audience. Built in right. audience the challenge is to get them to believe the character that they're portraying, right? Yes. Got it. So if they believe in them enough or if they they portray that mm-hmm. you know role well enough, then it's a perfect marriage. But that is like the the challenge in it. And, right. you know, I'm, I'm, I want to do it in, in the way that keeps the, I don't, because the world is moving towards that more. Like they will start using more social media sure. in movies. It's just like the nature of, yeah, of a, yeah. of a industry. Right. Cause like every that, time a new movie, about numbers, right, cause yeah. every time a new movie comes out now they have their own social media specific. I mean, we see it with like the right. rock and Kevin Hart being exactly. like the biggest proponents yeah, of their own Yeah. Films. Those two guys are huge on Instagram and they're and constantly filming on set. Yes, and talking and about it. So smart it. with it. And so right. now and like entertainment industry, people have started to see that there's something there, the but you don't want to lose the core essence of, taking on a role and becoming right. that role and not losing that. So I want to, you know, do that justice. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm like trying my hardest to do it the old school way, but also understand that like I can't hide my social sure. media, nor do I want to get rid of it because it's still important to me. Cause I've been told like, okay, if you want to make it in the right. entertainment industry, you got to wipe clean. 
wow. your social media. And I'm like, <gasps> wow, they said that? Yeah. Do you have to wipe your social media clean? Wipe it clean, yeah. Wow. Because, you know, you don't want people to see you in that light or what have you. But right. at the end of the day, you know, like, there's tabloid magazines about this celebrity and this mm-hmm. celebrity, and everyone sees them in whatever light they want to, sure. and they still get to be the role that they take on. So I have faith that it is going to work out the, whatever way it's supposed to for me. I just have to continue on this you know, path and, and just grind it out like I did everything else. Right. You know, It's just another phase of, of my life that I get to live out. It's just amazing that social media brought that first role on for me. And so in no way could I say that like social media has been negative you know obviously there are negative people out there but I've gotten such amazing things from it that I never thought and but continue to live my daily life the way that I did before you know okay yeah so what's going on with uh on the on the social life uh side of things you know you mentioned you're not with that it's like the real social life yeah 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 yeah. the social yeah yeah you know what's going on on the man front it's funny because like I'm so personal even though I put a lot out there on my social media in terms of what I'm going through internally, in terms of like relationship, relationship, friendships, day to day, I'm not like super open about. Um, and that's just to protect them. Like, cause I'm usually around people that don't have social media. So whether it's my family or someone I'm dating, like, they're usually not on right. social media yeah. and that's um, just been by choice or if they are on social media like yeah. I will never talk about that person because there's a lot of um is that why you kept uh, this yeah, in the, in, I, okay, I was like he's 1.1 I cannot have people thinking I'm trying to uh, climb this train over here. <laughs> okay. but that's the the stigma behind it is that there's a lot of relationships on social media that are just social to boost media, each yeah. other's following and right. I mean that happens in entertainment it happens in the world you know people right. are attracted to people that are on their level or right. can help each other um, but to me that does not create a healthy relationship or dynamic and if that's just what they want to do that's right. fine but i'm more about the, the core of the person and okay. what we but i just don't have so we understand the ethos behind it so now let's get to the heart of the matter are you, are you what's going on are you dating someone you're right. not dating <laughs> no i'm single but single. like i don't even like that word because okay. single insinuates that you have like time to date I see. <laughs> but my time right. is so limited right. i'm just always if i have free time i'm working on something you're open to brand. it but you have limited time availability and resources i gotcha i gotcha so yes. then but you must and get a lot of crazy messages coming through your instagram dms and all that yeah mm-hmm. if i if i went through them all i'd be married like 42 times okay. probably so you don't but you don't go through all your dms like you don't see every message that comes through i see every message okay. if it starts with some crazy what if it starts with what so you know you could only see like four words okay. before you open it I don't Do know. I don't, I, I, I don't get too many DMs. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> like my grandma DMs me. All right, awesome. all right. So you get the first, you know, you snippet. See, like, you get a little and snippet. if it's like an emoji, that's like already you can tell. Like, what whether, already? What? Well, if it's like an eggplant. Or like. <laughs> well, I thought you're into the whole healthy lifestyle, though. You know, the eating. If the, the eggplant's followed that. by like a piece of pizza or something, okay. Like, mm, okay, maybe there's something. Okay, here. but eggplant followed it's just by like something. eggplant, eggplant, 
splash of water. <laughs> okay. Probably that's not going to open that not DM. Probably not vegan. Okay. No, it's right, definitely right. not a vegetable platter that he's okay. offering me. Okay. Got it. Got it. So then you just ignore. So that I one. don't even look at it. So if, right. if it was something amazing right. and beautiful message, I'm right. sorry, I right. didn't get it. Because key to all the guys out there, look, guys, do not start with an eggplant, <laughs> eggplant, eggplant, followed by three water splashes. Come on, that's like basic, right? You did on the second sentence. Second sentence. Hide it in that message. Hey, Tamara, and then yeah. Maybe write me a poem. Come on, that's obvious. Yeah, quote a poem? Shakespeare. A poem. Come on, you wouldn't be into a poem. I totally love poems. Really? I love poetry. Do you like right? limericks? Poetry? Do you like limericks? Sure. I know limericks. I don't do know. You? You're so <laughs> I can't do it. Right <laughs> yes, uh, but I want something creative, mm -hmm. and so yeah, you will get deleted quickly. And it's okay. also why I didn't, and I, I announced it tonight to my Snapchat. Like I'm gonna open up my Snapchat. I feel like what does like that mean? Like, oh. Yeah, what does that mean? You're gonna open up your Snapchat? Do you have Snap? I don't. I don't actually personally. I don't have no. I don't have social media. What happened to your one point one? You lied to me. Uh, I said yeah. one point. Yeah, I said one point. Whatever. Anyways, yeah, I don't have social media. I have just you know through the company and yeah. the branding, but personally, I do How not have social media. How does that feel? It liberating, must feel so actually. Free. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty liberating. At the My, same time, I yeah. I do get that uh, you know the fear of missing out every once in a while because I'm so disconnected, you know. But then I kind of connected. Yeah, but I lived through it through you know the company yeah. and branding and all that. My but best it's, friend it's went different. off all social media for a yeah. month and it like changed her life. Really. And I I think I would definitely do it if I didn't feel the need to keep the momentum. Right. But if there was something I totally wanted to just disconnect from, I think I definitely would. Yeah, so but it's important to me to keep in touch with, right. with certain people and, okay. um, yeah, and then keep with the flow that I've, I've created. So, but there is something to like disconnecting and just uh, getting like I went to Yosemite for three days and had mm -hmm. no service for like emails. I mean, okay. I'm usually like an email freak. I have six email addresses. It's bananas. Mm -hmm. But um, I know I have two of them. I know two of them. Yeah. You know, to you have four more. See, yeah, I know, you right? Have four it's more? Like, it's like, damn, I just switching right. back from things and then text. Yeah. Um, and it was incredible. Like, you feel a little antsy the first day. Yeah, when you're coming off crack, do. it's usually like that the yeah, first couple. 48 exactly. hours are like. It's a complete addiction. And okay. it's actually, I feel bad for the generation like sure. coming up that grew up on that because I didn't even get a cell phone until I was like 18 and right. I had to share it with my brother. And like, you know. Um, that's my that's my call. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you put this ugly ass case on it and used up all the text messages. Um so like I didn't I was never part of that that world until I saw it as like a platform for me. So it's new to me and I also know how crazy it can become if you become like just sucked into it. I've right. I've for been sure. around people that yeah. that's their that's their existence. Higher existence. Right. It's amazing because they have created such a network that i mean there's diehard fans of them but right. you go to dinner with them yeah. they're they're time. doing it yeah. you go out to hang out at a park or something yeah. and it's we didn't just go there to hang out right. we're filming we're doing this and like it's a lot of work it's, it's working 24 7 but there's no more like just doing it for yourself you know right. what I mean? Like yeah, the yeah. pictures are all for something. The video is right. all for something. And I don't, I don't think it would necessarily be a bad thing if there was some kind of electromagnetic like bomb, and you know, we lost all our social media and everyone started from scratch. You know, there's a and, lot of tribes out there that don't ever see yeah. TV or have those connections, and they're like the happiest people. And right. there's something about that that's appealing to me. Absolutely, yeah, I agree. Like just falling off the face of the earth for like a year, maybe just becoming a mountain woman and living off the land. I'm allergic to mosquitoes, though. I think I would die in like a week. But 
I don't even know where we got into that and why. So anyhow, when you're talking about your seminar, all right. So anyway, so you have a soccer background, though, right? I do. Yeah, tell us about it's that. A slight bit one. Yeah, like, slight college. Yeah, right? born yeah. with a soccer ball in exactly. my hand. Um, and yeah, that, goes, I started, that goes hand in hand with kind of your German heritage a little yes, bit, right? Yes. Yeah. So my grandparents um, came over from, I guess it was either Germany or Latvia after the war, and decided to relocate to the United States after they lost everyone in the Holocaust. And, um, and they had had my dad and my uncle there. And when they came back over, you know, of course, like, my, my dad and uncle didn't speak English, and it was very, like, interesting assimilating to this culture here but I think my dad picked it up the the best and he was into like American culture and you know the bodybuilding and and volleyball but uh, when I was younger I think he noticed that I had some type of foot skills and so um, he like started with a soccer ball and probably around like age two okay and where and where is this by the this way this was in LA in West in LA. LA West LA okay mm -hmm. and in the 80s, like the late 80s, well, no, this, is, this would have been 90s. So um, there's no leagues for women or girls um, for recreational sports in L.A. So my mom, now looking back, like it was probably an awesome move, even though I hated suburbia, moved us to um, another city yeah. that had girls' leagues. So instead of playing like, with all the guys growing up, which was immensely helpful for me, then I got into girls' leagues. But then it was like – I got kicked out of them because, like, I was scoring too much. Too much? Okay. And I had no idea what, like, travel ball or club ball was because I didn't have any of that in, in L.A. Um, and then they put me on a club team, and that was, like, I think I played, like, two or three years up for a little bit until I found a team that was really cultivated my skills, you know. And I had, for sure, like, I played soccer 24-7, you know, whether it was in school or in a travel team but then I also played softball and volleyball and basketball all the way up until high school okay. and then played uh, volleyball and soccer in high school okay so were you uh so you, you were like multi-sport athlete in high school yeah so how was the high school were you like popular in high school no you weren't you were unpopular in high school or were you just kind of like I was run, like yeah my own crowd I okay. think what I was does that mean crowd of one crowd of one mm -hmm. kind of like floated around okay. I was so what what um like what uh, social circle were you in? You know, were you like? This has the... a lot to do with how I viewed myself in at that time. In time in yeah, life, like yeah. in my life going forward after okay. high school, was I felt very isolated because I didn't fit into one particular crowd, and I don't know if it was my upbringing, mm -hmm. coming into a suburban area when I probably shouldn't have been in that area, whether it be financially or what have or whatever situation we had coming into it. But, um, yeah, I've, I've always been just, like, about – I would hang with, like, all the cholas and be, like, really cool with all, like, my really? Mexican friends. Okay. And, Did you do I played them? soccer with all the guys. Okay. And so I became really cool with them, but I also, like, bodyboarded. Did and you have the chola makeup on and all that? Or there was a eyebrows? time when I wore the little thing like this, uh -huh. and then, like, my hair was up like this, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know. your accent. Uh, I can yeah. tell your accent just goes naturally that way. Oh, my way. gosh, you know? It was like, <laughs> really? what the fuck, you know? I worked at a Mexican restaurant, and I cooked okay. chips and stuff. Like, uh -huh. it was, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I had – well, I had um, – to illegally work in LA like you mm -hmm. can be 16 to work but I was 15 okay. and I needed a job so right. this uh guy let me work at this Mexican restaurant in the back like literally just the chip girl like I would cut the tortillas and then put them in the oil and then take them out and like then I graduated to the chicken girl who like mm -hmm. stuffed the 
the spigot thing into the rotisserie chicken. Okay. And then I graduated to hostess and then waitress. It was exciting for me. Yeah. Those are all good life experiences. But that was right? okay. I was like super into like the Mexican the, culture, the Mexican at, that culture okay. at my school you, because like, of you soccer like, players. Okay, and do you still like uh, Mexican food or are you into Mexican food? I, I thought you were going to say, do you still like Mexican food? No, no, no. Do you still? No, we, we love <laughs> Yes, we love Mexicans. We love no. Mexicans. Yeah, do you love Mexican food? Uh, viva la Mexico. Um, yeah. yeah okay. I could eat Mexican food every day probably. It's okay. a bad thing. Right. Um, not so healthy, but. Okay. So you had that part of your high so school life. So I hung life. out with them. And right. then, of course, like, then people are like, what the fuck, Tamara? You're mm-hmm. white. Why right. are you, like, assimilating mm-hmm. with that crowd? And I was thinking, I don't really see that it like that. I just, these are my friends I play soccer with on the weekends and um then I hung out with like a more urban crowd because like I'm super into hip-hop and hip-hop music and culture I was a girl who wore like Tim's baggy jeans like a crop top before it was even cool in that area and then sometimes what area is this by the way Ventura County okay Valley no wait Ventura County okay wow Mm -hmm. okay like Oxnard or yeah, like, like almost that yeah. area. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I'd be like a white girl wearing Abercrombie mm-hmm. and like I used to go to the beach at 6 a.m. with my guy friends and bodyboard and, right. and do the whole water sport thing. So I just – I jumped in and then I was like theater crowd and of course this my different soccer phases? players. Yeah, is this different phases this during high school or are you just kind of jumping around yeah, all over? You're one of those just... girls that just jumps from crew to crew kind of, right? Like whatever you post you your boat at that. You mean the nicest way possible. Yeah, right? <laughs> like hey, the the cholas are popular right now and they're hanging out, so I'm gonna go over there or the yeah, beach. Yeah, but it know. wasn't even like I hung with them. I was pretty much alone, like okay. all the high school. So you didn't really have I like a close. You didn't have like a close uh, knit group of friends. No, you I were just thought. Kinda, mm-hmm. I mean, if we want to get real therapeutic here, like okay. I thought I did, yeah. and then it like turned out to be that they, they were, were just not. like, yeah, okay. Kind of so like without starting getting, rumors okay. and making fun of me. And the what whole group time was that? What group was that? The hipster crowd? That was like crowd? the popular girls. Oh, okay. and the mean girls crowd. Yeah. And, you know, so you were part of the like, mean So you well, were, a, so you were with, with the popular crowd then. But I wasn't with them because I didn't hang out with because them. They, People just they, assumed because, because they we booted knew each you other. Out. They booted you out though. No. Like, no? They're just talking shit behind my back and like starting rumors. And then it would always get back to me that like it was them. You know, whether like egging my house or like putting random shit on my driveway like it was just it's you a lot know, of mean a lot of maintenance to, to be yeah in that and so I, I think like being bullied really like uh and then i had like skin issues and and just i didn't really look like what fit into that the stereotypical the, yeah. what it should look like okay yeah and so that um it isolated me and i learned like how to be alone and right. thrive in that environment and that i think really helped me in my journey through this whole like what has brought me here okay. you know is I've, I've learned to be adaptive and have right. many different types of friends and, and associates but to realize that it's okay to be by yourself it's okay to be a little bit different um and I hope that I mean I wonder what it's like to be in high school now and and have to like be on social media right. and be somebody and then go to school and like fit in that mold like I yeah. hope it's been beneficial versus like harder to be perfect or fit that because kids must think like everyone has their shit together Mm -hmm. it's like really not the case we're all just struggling Uh, yeah (laughs) i uh, I can't even imagine okay so throughout that whole journey though so you were you still played soccer in high Mm -hmm. school you were on the varsity team that was the thing that really only saved me i think from going down some dark paths in my life Mm -hmm. um 
because I was alone most of middle school and high school. And okay. so soccer grounded me. Okay. I had um, an amazing club coach, Miguel. Shout out to Shout you. out to Miguel. Miguel coach Luis. Miguel. Yes. Um, he's on me. Like, he knew I didn't have that structure at home, and he knew that I was probably not making the best choices for myself at times. And so he would, like, pick me up for practice every day, even though I was in a town, like, three towns away and drive me back. And practice would be over at, like, 7, and then he'd sit and talk to me, and then he'd drive me back home. So I'm very fortunate to have people like that in my life that steered me in the right direction. Um, and then just soccer in general. I think, you know, like, being in an organized team where there's sure. a sense of responsibility and a sense of accountability – um, that saved me. I think I would have, that's why like maybe sports aren't every kid's thing, but yeah. at least putting them in an organized, um, right. structure, structured situation yeah. with a coach and with other players that have to hold you accountable for your right. actions. Yeah. Pure accountability is big, right? It matters. It's huge. Right? Yeah. I think that's the lesson that I took from it the most was that right. people count on you. You should be about your word. You should work your ass off for right. things. It's not all about you, right? Yes, and that team. people yeah. will respect that when you show them yeah. that you're willing to work for them. Sure. Um, and you should get that in return. Like I was always that person on the team, whether I was captain or not, who'd like demanded that everyone put in their like best effort because right. it's for the good of the team. And if you can't, get off the field. Mm. I was kind of a crazy person I about see. that. <laughs> and then from there, and then you went to uh, Seaside? So right? then, yeah, so... I think I wasn't really sure about going to college to play okay. soccer. I was in a little bit of a dark place in my life, being that like I didn't really have many friends when I graduated high school. And <laughs> so my senior year of high school, I was a little nuts. And I may or may not have like cussed the coach out on the field. Well, she cussed me out first. Yeah, you're, and then you're, I, your high school soccer high coach? School coach? Okay. And, and then, then I cussed, cussed, her, cussed Okay her out back and I walked off the field knowing I won't return to this field again. So I pretty much um, neglected a year or a season of my last season in high school, which I don't ever recommend anybody doing. Senior year of high school. Yeah. I sabotaged myself from being seen by colleges, but thank God for my club team, I was able to like have tapes and send them out from and have uh, colleges come to my club game so I did a lot of like recruiting that summer or recruitment trips and I don't know nothing resonated for me in some of the schools and they're all division one which was amazing and I didn't even think that would happen being that I didn't play my senior year but um I went on a few trips that uh the girls that I was with I think were they reminded me of like those high school girls that I just couldn't be around Mm -hmm. So you're saying the girls that were already on the teams of these, uh, on that, these recruiting like, take trips, you around yeah, and, yeah. So you yeah. just kind of weren't feeling certain. I schools. wasn't feeling it. Okay. And I made the decision not to take a scholarship. Okay. From anyone. From anyone. Yeah, I was okay. going to go to cosmetology school. Okay, so you just said, "Hey, <laughs> gave it yeah, <laughs> Division One soccer college isn't for me. I'm not feeling yeah. it." It was more like yeah. college. Is college. Not for you me. weren't feeling college yeah. at the time. Okay. I, I was over it. Okay. Um, and then one month into summer, mm-hmm. I was like sitting there going. I had never, like, not played soccer for, like, a minute, you know? And it just all, like, hit me, like, oh, my God, you're not going to play. Like, if you don't take a scholarship, you're not going to play. My brother had gone to Cal State Northridge on a volleyball scholarship. 
and my dad at the time had just taken a position as the athletic director's chiropractor, like a chiropractor for okay. the um, all the sports teams at Cal State Northridge. Okay, so he was on so, the staff as well. Yeah, okay. even though he was on practice, he they wanted him to work like a couple days a week there. Okay. And I was like, you know what? It's right by my house. Yeah. My brother went there. Right. I had actually gone on a recruitment trip there and turned it down. So then I came back to the coach and like right. begged for mercy. Like, okay. I know I'm really late in this game, and I know I turned it down, but do you have a space for me? Right. And they had filled all their spaces. Okay. We were, like, yeah. about to start the season. He's like, you know what? You can basically work your way back up into the squad. So – I took it as a challenge and I jumped in there and um, started practicing and lo and behold a week into the season I got injured and it was like a turning point for me because I don't I don't think it was as much the injury that stopped me from playing it was like I took it as a sign Mm -hmm. that this wasn't like the path in which I was supposed to be taking. Okay. It was really hard for me to come to that realization, but it was like a it was like a devastating injury that kind of you felt like, hey, this isn't this yeah, isn't the path for me. Kinda. Yeah, I tore my intercostal muscles. Okay, and where so where is that? So they're like the muscles that keep your ribs or okay. like your lung from going into your ribs okay. and them all like separated in a okay. perfect fashion. So, okay. um, I had the option of like getting surgery or just letting it heal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I trust my body. I'm going to let it heal and take some time to do that. Mm -hmm. But like nine months later, it didn't heal. And so I was like, what do I do now? Do I continue to push through it? Or because it was, it's a point where like you feel like, you know, like the worst Charlie horse in your side that keeps you from breathing, but for about an hour straight and you can't push through it because you just can't breathe. Um, Like the worst asthma attack thing of that. And, um, so I think I can get through a physical injury. Like I've broken, like I said, I broke well, before the interview. Like I broke a foot during a game and then like continued to play on it yeah. for the whole weekend okay. before getting it casted. So I can push through physical injury like that. But this was literally like I thought it was like telling me, like Tamara, like we don't, you can't breathe when you're playing. So this is not gonna happen for you. So I walked away from the sport and like, you know, as an athlete, you have like wake up out of your sleep nightmares. Like holy shit. I don't play anymore. Like, you just don't know what to do with your life. And then it was just, like, a consistent trying to find what I was meant to do. And that's when I was really grateful that I actually went to CSUN and studied women's studies and and took the lessons from that, even though it wasn't what I thought I would do with my life. It has taught me so much and how I want to incorporate everything on my brand. So the women empowerment and the sports and the fitness and the lifestyle and the, it's all coming together. Yeah, it's yeah. all slowly so merging. The, the the back the sports background. The and that's what I try to tell people, like the women's studies, all of that, right? It's your life is just struggles. Okay. A compilation of like each path that you've taken. Like no path is the wrong path. I'm gonna sound like Buddha right now, but not in a good. <laughs> the no, good that's Brickhouse body. That's what yeah. that is. That's the. Right? It's the mentality the of like knowing that you didn't make a wrong turn. You mm. didn't. You know, you shouldn't necessarily regret a decision that you made. Like, it all led you to right now. You've compiled right. all this knowledge and and um, experience that is literally just making you who you are. And, like, to own that is the most brilliant thing and to use it to, to help others just by expressing to them that there's no wrong turn that you can right. make. Just, like, step into your life and do what makes you happy. I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm on, I'm on board. <laughs> 
what is do I get like can I get like a t-shirt like a brick house body t-shirt what is that yeah how does the brick house body family you know what I mean how do they like it is coming to a store okay a place to a place to an opportunity near you yes so the brick house body on my website very soon okay right because there's all these people I'm sure especially that you're talking about Yes. Uh, not just men, but women that really feel and are inspired mm-hmm. and they want to right, be a part yeah. of that movement and kind of, right? Which is incredible because then yeah. I get to combine like my design background okay. and and the fashion background and the companies that I've worked with as well. And it's, for me, it's pretty much like all I wear is just right. athletic wear. So, and pretty much all anyone wears now. So if I get to combine all those things mm-hmm. and have people be a part of the movement and know that right. what they're wearing represents something bigger than themselves right. and then people get to ask about it and then that's that's the greatest thing okay conversations that's good so w- what's what's uh, on deck for you in the future you know like it sounds like you have a lot of different things going on it sounds like the acting is a very big part of it yeah so and, i would say the yeah. two like major things are continuing to pursue the acting okay. side of it as well as making brick house body what i think it can be and it's always evolving and it's always changing so i can't definitively say that it is this one facet of the fitness industry it's just becoming its own entity so i'm not right. really sure what's in right. store you for let it, it kind of grow organically it is right? it's growing organically and that's okay. like what i'm most thankful about and i'm excited to see where what the next phase of it is right right yeah who knows what that might be right who knows? all right any last uh, parting words that you would like to share or, you know, news or anything like that to, you know, the audience that's out there? Yeah, that we might be putting together a special project that involves me and some cleats. Ooh. And you and some cleats. Oh. <laughs> and some other people and Possibly. some cleats. Possibly. We never know, right? Yeah. Or not cleats, I should say. Indoor shoes. Indoor shoes. Okay. Yeah. So okay. There's a possibility yeah. to come play with. Because you're trying to, yeah, you're trying to go back into the mm-hmm. uh, soccer, into right, into what you're doing, right? I'm for have... sure about to get back into it, okay. and I'd love to involve my followers who love soccer just as much as I do okay. to be able to have that experience. To, and I'm not entirely sure. We'll say what it's for, mm-hmm. but to get the community involved and right. to be able to meet people, get their stories, and then just play. Play some soccer. Uh, yeah, definitely. I'm sure there's I'm something. Yeah, for... right around the corner we'll have something for sure in the works, right? All right. I'm competitive though, so just <laughs> good to know. You're not gonna like me out there. Yeah. Like, we better be on the same team, otherwise we're really gonna hate each other. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. Well, great. That's awesome. Thank, Thank you for you. joining us. Of course. Thanks yeah. for having me. All right. Urban Pitch Podcast, the beautiful game of life. Thank you for joining us, and look forward to the next episode. Let us know if you liked it. Like it. Uh, comment. Let us know what other guests you like. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape. Or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today. And view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save